I'll go home as a beggar and never be your wife. Hi, I'm Mary. And I'm Katie. And this is The Housewife Did It. Pop culture edition. Okay, a little bit of housekeeping before we start. If you haven't yet, go... Oh, please. I guess I don't want (laughs) to... Please go watch our first bonus episode only on YouTube, over on our YouTube, at Housewife Did It Pod. We covered the Ruby, Frankie, and Jody Hildebrandt arrests. So that's there, and it won't be on audio. So mm-hmm. don't be waiting on audio. It also has a lot of like videos clipped in, so yeah. that you get all the information. Also... There will not be a pop-off episode next Tuesday, so we will have this week as normal, and then next week our Halloween series begins on Friday, October 6th, so no episode next Tuesday. But the Friday thing is really exciting because we're going to start telling stories from the Cecil Hotel for our Halloween series. So, join us on Fridays in October. Yes. Very exciting. We also do still have Halloween and Cecil Hotel merch on our website that you may be able to get before Halloween if you order soon. Mm -hmm. But also, it was cute anyway. So, yeah, whatever. Mm -hmm. All right. Anything else before we start? Um, I don't think so. Okay. So, into some tidbits. First up, I'd say pretty major, Shannon, I don't even know how to say her last name, B-Door, Beater, B, whatever. Shannon from the Housewives of OC was arrested for a DUI hit and run after she hit a home with her car. Mm -hmm. She was said to have been leaving a fight with her husband. I heard later it was their anniversary. And her dog, Archie, was in the car with her when it happened. But as she, like, pulled away and tried to leave, people took her picture, the picture of her car, and yada, yada, yada. So, also, this week, or last week... Michael A. did confirm in Jason Tardick's podcast what we had all assumed, that he and Danielle M. were no longer together. But this week, Mm -hmm. which is seemingly a trend for these poor women, Danielle made a statement that she did not expect for her breakup to be announced in that way, and that the breakup was, quote, not a mutual decision. She did say she's trying to continue to make her home in this city. So she had moved to Ohio for Michael. So she said, I'm just still trying to make my home here, despite what actually brought me here. Um, And then apparently she was undergoing an egg retrieval process (coughs) before the breakup. So that's so sad. Yeah, it is. Also, House of Villains cast was announced, and I think Traitors too, but I didn't pay attention to that one because I only saw this one because of Mr. Jax Taylor, but 
So that will be airing on E! in October, but I just thought some notable stars that are going to be on it include Shake from Love is Blind, which I almost feel like is more interesting than Jax. Mm-hmm. Corinne Olympios from Bachelor Nation, and weird, Amorosa <laughs> from The Apprentice, The Celebrity Apprentice, and Donald Trump's White House cabinet. And Celebrity Big Brother. That too! Killing it, Amorosa, <laughs> I guess. Popular lady. Yeah. In a cute turn of events, Lindsay Hubbard is not canceling her bachelorette trip to the Bahamas. So her and her friends are off to the Bahamas this week. Good for them. Yeah. Also, Danielle's there, which I guess we would have found out once we watched this season that they're like friends again. Um, she she was at like their her bridal shower. Yeah. Too. But it feel I'm just saying it feels like a spoil. Like it feels like I shouldn't know that. Um, because I'm supposed to, like, be living in they're not friends. But, yeah, so that's cute and good. Also from Love is Blind, Jackie and Josh have broken up, to really no one's surprise. So Jackie confirmed in some sort of, like, live something that Mm -hmm. they broke up, and that it was because she chose to have a conversation with Monica, during after the altar i know you had a conversation with someone and your boyfriend was like fuck you which i feel like truthfully like in that moment i was like josh would be the type like they're gonna break up and they're so like volatile anyway like i think you said you didn't watch it but like they were like so mean to each other the whole time that it's just like like yeah in like a friendly way yeah But she said in the video that basically the same thing. She said it wasn't her choice. She did try to fight for it. But then she kind of does that thing where she's like, I'm not going to say anything else. So I feel like she's still a little salty, kind of like as she should be. But yeah, so that's that's rough. Yeah. Uh, Sophie turned going as hard as he did, though, for Josh. Yeah, and I know. Then, like, having to like, realize like he is an asshole, like everyone said. I know. Like yeah. she wrote hard for him. I know, but it also makes me wonder, like, what? I don't know. Like, what makes him feel so secretive about? I, like, why? Why are you so mad yeah. that that girl announced your engagement, and then now that your girlfriend's talking to her, like that's kind of shady shit. That you're that yeah. bothered. What are you hiding that yeah. she knows? Yeah. In what may become one of the messiest divorces we've seen in a while uh, between celebrities, Sophie Turner is now suing Joe Jonas for her kids to be able to come live with her in London. She says that they had basically, like, when they were together, or maybe even separated, I don't know, they had, like, already agreed to enroll the kids in school in London and make that their permanent home. Um but, like, now, obviously, with a divorce and, like, animosity, he's not wanting to do that anymore, so. Yeah. That's so sad. I know. Like, when there's children that have to, like, go back and forth, even if it's not in, like, a malicious way. Yeah. It just sucks. Yeah. Um, 
Southern Charm is back. And so far, only a few, like, drama bombshells have come up. Taylor tells Craig that Paige cheated on him. He said he's not even going to tell Paige because he doesn't believe it. He said it's bullshit. Mm -hmm. Um, She then tried to tell Leva, and Leva was like, you use the word rumor. It is a rumor. Mm -hmm. You don't know that that's true. Um, This came after Craig tells Taylor that Shep would have cheated on her more than he did if Craig had not stopped him. Which I understand is hurtful. And, like, she was very riled up. But also, like, she already knew Shep had cheated on her, so I don't know, like, why she had to go in for the kill with the Paige thing. Yeah, and it's, like, I don't know anything about these people, but I'm assuming she's not currently with Shep. No, she's not. So, like, Craig making him sound more shitty, like, what does it matter to you? (laughs) Right. We already, like, you already don't like him anymore. Yeah. Uh, I did see that Taylor has since... Like, said, I don't know, to public places, people, I don't know, has said that she does regret saying that Paige was unfaithful. So. Yeah. I saw, um, it's been, like, kind of all over social media that that, ha- that was discussed. Mm-hmm. And um, I saw somebody commented and said, like, we all know Paige does not have the energy to cheat. Mm-hmm. And Paige responded, no, I'm crying. Because, <laughs> like, that is, that is true. The bedsore girls. Mm-hmm. Madison on Southern Charm is now married. So we're going to see a little bit of that. Um, Olivia and Austin apparently had a rough breakup. I did not realize that they had, like, legitimately dated. Mm. I, I'm currently watching season two of Winter House, and so I'm now seeing that they were actually dating at that time. And basically, she said that, like, he just kind of, like, out of nowhere broke up with her and, like, cut off all contact with her. And um, so she's dating again, but it's been, like, very awkward. And she does not want, like, anything to do with him. Mm. So them being on the cast together has been very uncomfortable for her. And he, like... Also, this is only Olivia's second season on the show. And so Austin is already aware of, like... Because he's on, what, three Bravo shows? Yeah. And has been for quite a while. He is, like, used to, like, how these breakups go, where you still have to interact with them and, like, be friendly and cordial and whatever. And, like, Olivia's not having it. Yeah. Uh, We also see this week the first, like, speculation that Austin and Taylor slept together. So, Austin said that she did sleep over at his house, but that they didn't hook up and they haven't even ever kissed. He also says that there are just some friends in his life that he is comfortable sleeping in a bed with without anything sexual happening. Clearly. Right, which is fair if you were anyone except Austin Kroll. Mm Mm-hmm. Shep said that he's choosing to believe Austin because you're supposed to trust your friends. Mm-hmm. (laughs) um but craig thinks austin is lying because he said he looked down and to the left wow and evidently craig has seen a lot of spy movies Mm. and so he knows that that's a tell he said if you watch any crime show any spy movie they'll say 
that that means that you're lying. I am obsessed with Craig. I love Craig. I am. I like obsessed. used to not like Craig. Yeah, but like I used to not like Craig. Now that he's dating Paige, I'm like I can't get enough Craig. It's. <clears throat> I'm, like, glad he's dating Paige because we get to see this side of him, but, like, I think this has yeah. always been him, and it should have been clear from the pillows. Like, it should have been clear. But, like, what a little cutie patootie. I know. Like, oh, He's, like, a little, so a little, like, baby. Yeah. He's so, like, beautifully stupid and yeah. odd. But also, like, he's so, like, on Winter House and Summer House, like, so logical. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love the, like, trains of thought there. Like, yeah. you're supposed to trust your friend, so he must be telling the truth, because obviously friends cannot lie. Yeah. Impossible. He's lying because I saw it in a spy movie. Mm-hmm. Great. We also saw this week the finale of season two of Below Deck Down Under. In the finale, the only real, like, interesting thing that happened is that Jamie made out... Actually, there's a couple interesting things I forgot to put. Jamie made out with the new deckhand, Luca, and didn't remember. So Jamie is the one who accepted the will you be my girlfriend, check yes or no situation from Culver. Mm. So, But she didn't remember making out with Luca. And everyone reminded her because it was at a bar and everyone saw her. Except for Culver, apparently. Great. So she told Culver... And he was very upset, and he called his mom and told his mom, and his mom said that she was very disappointed, which, like, you don't know this girl. Yeah, you've never even met her. On a boat. Mm -hmm. I feel like if you start dating someone in the middle of the ocean, it's not as legitimate for some reason. (laughs) Okay. And I thought maybe that's what Jamie was thinking, too. Um, but she still chose to go with him to work on another yacht. Like, he was already going to work on this yacht, and he convinced the captain to hire Jamie as a stewardess, and so she was like, I'll still go with him. And then in her interview, she was kind of like, I regret going with him. Yeah. Um, also, Joao makes out with Marco in the bar, and Zarina gets pretty upset, but they move on pretty quickly because they weren't officially dating. Mm. Well. I don't think there will be a reunion, especially since it's only in its second season. Mm-hmm. But I do wonder if there's a possibility that there will be because of what happened on this season. They'll probably just but... have them on Watch What Happens Live. Yeah. That's so we shall see. Think yeah. of Watch What Happens Live. It was featured in the first episode of american horror story hmm nice i truly cannot escape sandoval even in fictional television it's like the new like no i don't want to see references to covid but now it's like no i don't want to see references to scandoval my husband was like well like in what context i was like because i said like they're talking about tom sandoval he's like in what context and i was like in what context do you think? They just were like, this guy's such a good musician. <laughs> yeah. They were bragging on him. No, Andy <laughs> Cohen was like, said something about Tom Sandoval. Yeah. All right, on to Taylor Swift. 
In another move of marketing genius, Taylor Swift used Google to have Swifties around the world continuously search for her name, her album, and then solve puzzles about her. I will say I went a little nuts today. Someone was like, what's with all the, which, what, what do all the shiny letters mean? So I wrote out every letter that was shiny and I'm trying to make words out of it, but it's a lot of letters, dude. And it's just making a bunch of random words that I'm like, run, boat, target. What do I do with this? Some, I've seen people say that it means, um, bonus. It, like, some people have said, like, bonus era. Those letters are there, yeah. For, like, the beginning of it, and then I saw someone else say bonus egg. And then it isn't Harry, H-A-I-R-Y. And they're like, that's because it's Harry, H-A-R-R-Y. And I was like, you are Delulu. That's what, why, why would it be a bonus egg? Just because like. Just Easter eggs? It wasn't one of the original ones they solved, I guess. Oh, okay. Um, But yeah, then I saw someone say like bonus era and I can't remember what the rest of it was. Mm, I'll start with that and see where that takes me. Yeah. It was another one of those like bonus era, like is or isn't, and then something else. Hmm. So, 30, well, 33 million puzzles were needed to be solved, but 35 million puzzles were solved, and then the vault song titles were unlocked. The four that were unlocked through the puzzles were Is It Over Now, Now That We Don't Talk, Say Don't Go, and Suburban Legends. I'm kind of excited for Suburban Legends. That's an interesting title. Um... But then everyone was wondering where the fifth one was, so they referred back to the vault video that Taylor had posted with letters coming out of it. And people were like, is it slut? Is it lust? Why the fuck would it be lust in quotes with an exclamation point? Who is shouting lust at her? I saw people saying it was look up Taylor Swift. <laughs> well, that would be Which funny. again, with like, with quotation marks and an exclamation point. It would be maybe people are telling me, I don't know. It'd be funny related to the po- the puzzles, but it wouldn't make sense that she would have written that in 2014. So, well, I think this is before people realized that there were only four songs and they were like, "Oh, she's saying look up Taylor Swift so that you can go on Google and solve the puzzles." Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it was slut in quotation marks with an exclamation point. And obviously, I'd be shocked if this one's not my favorite. <laughs> yeah. People have continued to speculate that Taylor Swift is dating Travis Kelsey of the Kansas City Chiefs. He did come out Thursday and say that he did shoot his shot, but that the ball is in her court. Which I would assume, unless he is lying, means they are not dating. Um, mm-hmm. And also, if that's all this is, is that he, like, fucking DM'd her, like... Do you know how many DMs this girl probably gets? Like, everyone's hitting Taylor Swift, apparently. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe it's more than that. Maybe he has a contact and they, like, talked. But I'm like, if I find out all of this started because he sent her one of probably four million DMs she gets... Every day. Yeah. 
But his comment came after his brother made some comments earlier this week that kind of fueled the fire and uh, nearly confirmed the rumors. Mm-hmm. I thought his brother did confirm the rumors. I honestly, like, haven't heard what he said. I didn't either, I just yeah. Saw, like, people saying, like, Travis Kelsey's brother. Yeah. Does he is, in fact, dating Taylor Swift. Yeah, I didn't watch it either, but... And so I also thought he had confirmed, but then yesterday I saw headlines that were like, and his brother never actually confirmed it. And so I'm like, I guess I would have to listen, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So, theories about the upcoming albums. So, rumors began a couple weeks ago that, or whatever, a while ago, that this may be a double album with Reputation Taylor's version. Some things that make people think this are the blue and the black nails on the coffee cup with the clock. This obviously at first indicated to people that 1989 would come and then Reputation would come. But then people were like, what if it's both? Then there were signs about both 1989 and Reputation in the I Can See You video. Taylor Swift has been wearing a lot of blue and black as of lately, including at the VMAs. People also pointed to the S in the word version on the 1989 album cover is a snake. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's not a snake in the word Taylor's. Yeah. So it's, like, clearly, like, two different S's. Like, it's not, like, the font. Yeah. Um, also in the glitch on the website where she, like, has, like, the 1989 thing, when mm-hmm. it glitched and turned to black, the I in the word version is a one. So people think that the hint is that if you take the S-I-O-N, it's saying reputation, like snake, on one o ten of in November. So people are saying that November 10th is a Friday, and it's the original date that Reputation was released. Mm-hmm. So people are thinking that that whole last, like, four letters of the word is, like, an Easter egg that... Reputation is coming out on November 10th. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's, like, gotta be true. Yeah. It feels, it feels, feels good. <gasps> yeah. It's plausible. But the- I've al- also seen people saying, sorry, I've also seen people saying that she does typically hint at two albums at a yes. time. Yeah. So, so that it, it doesn't necessarily mean, like, oh, they're coming it's a at double. the same time. Yeah. Which I think is... how she does it. Yeah, I think that's where it's hard, is that, like, the next theory I'm going to get into is the theory that it's a double 1989 album, but the signs are pretty much the exact signs of if it were a double 1989 and rep album, but also Mm -hmm. they're the same signs as if the two albums were just happening one after the other, but not double. So it's like, people have said that the whole time, that, like, as soon as one is announced like she was teasing in in music videos for midnights she was teasing for speak now and 1989 then yeah. speak now came out and she in i can see you is teasing for 1989 and rep then we talked about this last week but people thought the denim 
at the VMAs was for debut, and she's hinting at the next two now that 1989's been announced. So I don't know. To me, I think, like, the idea of a double album is so exciting, and, like, it would be so cool, but I don't know that it's something that I'm ever going to feel, like, confident in until it happens. I think think I just have to let it surprise me. Yeah. I do think if there's going to be some sort of double album, it would be with 1989, because I think she said she wrote, like, 150 songs for it. Yeah. Yeah. So I imagine it would be very difficult to pick just five from the vault. Yeah. So we'll get into that theory. Then when the track list for 1989 Taylor's version came out with absolutely no collabs, new theories started emerging that there will be a second part, that it will be a double album, but that it'll be a double 1989 album, that basically a side B or a more 1989 will come out. I don't know if they think it'll be exactly on the same day or if they... I don't know. But people believe that this second 1989 part would be black and that that is what all of the black has been pointing to. So basically all of the same things we just talked about, wearing blue and black, the blue and black nails, like all of that could point to this theory. Um, Now I will say, I feel like... Easter eggs are for us to figure out. And yes, maybe there is some fun in us absolutely not seeing it coming. But in my mind, if she's been doing this since the Karma music videos, like since music videos from Midnight's, like she wants us to get it. She wants us to understand what black is. And we know what black is. So like it's a little, it would be hard. I mean, again, maybe she's just sneaky like, but I'm also going to do this other black one. But... I do find it hard to believe that the two nails are supposed to indicate two 1989s. Like, I think she's yeah. trying to show us what's coming, what the two are that are coming. But as you talked about, there was a glitch on the website where you can pre-save 1989, and at one point it was a black display, and then it switched back to blue. Mm-hmm. So it was obviously still a 1989 page, but it was black. So people think that's mm-hmm. the black version of 1989. Yeah. The speculation is that it's either, like, a pop and rock version, and I've seen people also say, like, a beach and city version. Interesting. But... Because of, like, the shift in, like, the album cover. Mm Mm-hmm. And also the fact that on the 1989 album cover, it's written in black marker on the original album cover, and on this one it's written in white. Mm Mm-hmm. Or that it is, like... One album will be independent songs, and one album will be collab songs. Yeah. Which, like, would be lovely, because where the frick Mm -hmm. is Harry Styles? Yeah. I also saw someone today say that in the pictures from the back of the albums, that there's one where she's standing with her arms out flat, one where she's standing with them up, and then one where she's got her mouth open, and it spells out two. Mm. T-W-O. Mm. Um, so maybe that's also a hint. Yeah. I've also seen people compare them to the Polaroids we got from right. the original 1989 album, and that that's why they are supposed to match up. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I don't know. I guess I don't know. Um, we love everything she does, but just don't know that I need a rock version 
of 1989. Yeah. So, and is it like the same songs but rock version, or is it like songs she wrote that j- j- didn't fit on the yeah, uh, like yeah on one album? Yeah, I hope that it's either the collab thing or I think the Beach and City sounds cool, mm-hmm. but is it just gonna be two different like? cover styles or are they gonna be like low like beachy vibes and then because like you don't like she gonna do welcome to new york beachy vibe right (laughs) so i guess we'll see i think that's like why people think that's interesting is because the album is very clearly about right new york city yeah and like that's the vibe she's giving us hamptons surrounded by seagulls yeah well, seagulls were there. They get, like, the sweatshirt thing, but, like... Yeah. She's giving Hamptons, okay? Yeah. Hamptons versus NYC vibes. It's yeah. giving Summer House. Yeah. That's exactly right. That's the hint. Taylor Swift is going to be on Summer House. <laughs> we got Taylor it. Taylor Swift is dating Carl Radke. Luke. That's why he broke up with Lindsay Hubbard. She's dating Luke Goldbrinson. Goldbrinson. <laughs> uh, yeah. Come on, Tasha, get your shit together, girl. Um, I every sorry every time Luke does something stupid, uh, like when we're watching Old Summer House, I'm like Billy. That's who Tasha has chosen to be with. Like I want you to know that. <laughs> mm. But anyway, then Taylor Swift went out with Sophie Turner, and the world went crazy. Basically, while we were all hibernating and trying to solve puzzles with a glitch in Google, they were out sticking it to men. Probably the same, yeah. 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 So, good for them. Now, on to Big Brother. On to Big Brother Double Eviction Week. So, Jared put up Corey in America with the plan to backdoor Cameron but not hating his other two options if Cameron did play him in the veto. So, Jag ends up winning the veto, takes Corey off the block, and Cameron goes up, to no one's surprise. Also, just a little tidbit, Zach, er, Jag and Corey's brothers are, like, hanging out <laughs> in real life. Cute. Uh, pretty much everyone is good with voting Cameron out this week. But they are all planning their ways to get Jared and Suri out next. I think they were theorizing it could have been a double eviction. Corey felt it was too early, um, which I think is fair. It is a little early, but with them trying to get down to jury, I think that makes sense. Kind of, except given what we'll get to at the end. But um, it is this season is, like, so good. And I hate to say that because of how much like controversial shit has happened right but like so good we haven't seen yeah i think i keep saying the jared and sarid twist really kind of helped yeah i keep saying if cameron were a good person yeah i would really enjoy watching him on this show yeah because like in the gameplay he's like knocking it out of the park yeah but he is just so insufferable yeah in every other way. Mm-hmm. I will say, though, when I tell Billy how much I love Dan Giesling and he watched him, he's like, why? Like, why? And I'm like, what? 
so mean. <laughs> I love you. Come on. Like him and like the uh, Matt who lied to everyone and said his wife had cancer. Mm-hmm. Blue and a few others. Kind of. I don't know. Blue's confusing me. But people were kind of trying to play like double agent, make Jared and Sari feel comfortable. Um, I had seen a few live feed things that like other people in the house were worried Blue was like going back to that side. But then I had seen that like she wasn't and she was like doing good with going over to them, but coming back and telling Jag and Matt and everyone else what was said and blah, blah, blah. But then, when we watched Thursday night's episode, she, like, really does say, like, I, Jared is, like, good for my game. Like, I understand everyone wants him out, but, like, he's, like, loyal to me, so I'm not gonna do that. So, kind of confusing on the blue front, but Sari did, while Jared was HOH, tell him that if Cameron won, and for some reason chose to take down America that he should put her up because that would win him favor with the house guests. It does sound like she knew that if he did put her up, she would go home. Um, mm-hmm. But obviously she just like, I think that's wants easy her to say son. When, I think that's easier to say when there's no way in hell that Cameron would take America down. I feel like... Sh- yeah. I guess. I mean, I wonder... Because I don't think they knew about this, but like given that America is the one that told him all of that stuff, like, he might have, but I don't know that Sari is, like, aware of that, so I don't... I also think he knew that he would be the replacement, though. Right, but if he used it on America, neither of them could be up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, Felicia and Nicole form a final two, which is just really utterly useless, because... Yeah. They are... Not making it to the final two. No. Mm Mm-mm. She's like, finally, I have a final two with someone I can trust. And I'm like, mm-hmm. And that's right, you can. But um, trust to do what? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's going to happen here. But there is a live feed video. And it's actually right after that conversation that we did get to see in the episode. Where mm-hmm. Jared gaslights the fuck out of blue. All she did was say, people have been bringing this up to me people have been asking me a question about you Mm -hmm. and also like when your alliance member especially your showmance says that to you says like people have been saying this that's also like meaningful information to you you want to know what people are saying so it's not like she was really even accusing him like she just was like asking and this man lost his shit and she was like are we okay and he's like no bro like I don't like that. I don't like you questioning me, bro. And in my mind, like, that's how that man is on a regular basis. That's how he is in relationships. Not just in Big Brother. That is that man to his core. And I was like, this is... That's what he has been putting up with for seven years. Yeah, this is insufferable. So, mm-hmm. he leaves, but what they didn't show in the episode and what was on the live feeds is Blue looks right into the camera and she basically says, like, you know, like, I could flip on him. Like, I could do this to him. Maybe tonight I'll profess my love to him, I'll kiss on him, and then I'm just gonna turn on him. But then, again, in the episode, we see her tell Matt that she can't be the one to target him, which I do think is fair, that, like, it doesn't need to be her. But it also doesn't really seem like she wants him out, so I don't know if he made it up to her later. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I was gonna say, I, I was, like, kind of thrown off, I guess, when... 
Cameron put the not Cameron when Corey put them up against each other and then when Blue cried mm-hmm. like so much when Jared left because I had seen some things from the live feeds about them like having broken up mm-hmm. at this point in time. I saw one video where Jared was telling Blue that they had a good run. Okay. Like it was fun while it lasted kind of thing. And then I also saw one where Blue called Jared her ex showmance. Interesting. So I don't know if maybe like Maybe they just knew Actually, didn't he see was the gonna video leave. Of her saying that. I just saw someone say that she said that. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's not true, but yeah, I found that interesting that like it's and it it kinda seemed like they were going downhill. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so it wouldn't surprise me if they had broken. But. Yeah, that man cannot be with someone like Blue. He can't be with anyone. <sighs> Since he just realized females are humans. Yeah. I was trying to tell Billy things like red flags that men are misogynists. Obviously, big one is the mm-hmm. use of the word female. But I was mm-hmm. saying, that, I don't know what we were watching, but they kept saying, like, woman. Like, I the way I have to talk to woman, like, when they mean it, plural... But they say it singular. And I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. on You hate women. <laughs> yeah. I do not appreciate you calling me a Weemon hater. <laughs> Sounds like a Pokemon. <laughs> so, again, to no one's surprise, Cameron is evicted. Into the double eviction we go. Corey wins HOH. He nominates Jared and Blue. Matt. No. Matt? Matt wins the veto. Yep, mm-hmm. Matt. Yeah, he does. Matt wins the veto, keeps the noms the same. He gets so nervy talking up in front of everyone. <laughs> I was like, this poor guy. Um, Jared is voted out. Also, to no one's surprise, it's a pretty, pretty easy night. Except, yeah. then, we find out that Cameron and Jared are re-entering the house as zombies. And on Thursday's episode, one of them will be back in the game. Lovely. So first of all, Big Brother, you didn't listen to us and kick people out that we wanted if kicked out of the house. And now they get a second chance. Now mm-hmm. the sexual harasser and the ableist misogynist get to hang out on our televisions a little longer and then get back in the house. This is stupid. So... This is going to be a stupid schedule this week as well. There will be mm-hmm. a late night Sunday episode at 9 o'clock and no Wednesday episode. And then she said there will not be any of the normal comps, so no HOH, no veto, and no eviction. Thursday night will just be determining which of those two comes back. Sounds kind of like that camp thing they did mm-hmm. a couple years ago. Where they, like, made them live in the camp room upstairs. So I wonder how integrated they will be, like, as zombies. Like, are they going to have a zombie room? I don't know. Yeah. I'm so pissed. Because we finally got these assholes out of this house. And now one of them gets to come back. And, like, I do... I feel like we see this a lot, specifically in seasons where someone has, like, self-evicted or, like, had to leave early, mm-hmm. and they're trying to, like, kind of get themselves back on schedule. Yeah. So I do get, like, why they're throwing this in with yeah. Luke having been um, removed, but I feel like maybe there should have been a deal. Like, okay, if Cameron 
gets evicted, we're going to hold off and do this later. Yeah. Like, you couldn't... Because you don't have to do all that and a double eviction in one night. That's a lot. To buy yourself time, or to buy yourself time, all you have to do is have people go back. But what you could do is have two weeks in a row, someone leaves, sequester them. The next week, sequester them. Then they go back as zombies or whatever. Like, it doesn't have to be on one night. I understand that's, like, easier, but it's, like... Yes, if you just want to solve the problem of, like, fuck, we have an extra week, like, you don't have to yeah. put back the two people that people are begging to have been taken out of the house. I did crack up, though, when Julie, like, at first, the way she said it, I was like, okay, are they getting a chance back in the house, or are they just, like, doing something silly? Yeah. And, like, part of the scary verse just being zombies? And so when, when Jared was, like, like whooping and stuff and julie was like okay please sit down now Mm -hmm. um i was like i hope she's about to tell him like it's not a competition yeah like you don't get to go back fun yeah um but so that was funny but other than that i don't like it also what a fucking i can't i can't even what a fucking dumbass that he took his mic pack off and then they had to put a standalone mic in this motherfucker's hand He's just sitting there with it in his lap because he took his mic pack off when he was leaving the house as if he's never seen this fucking show. Like, he... And they were, like, watching Blue's face for a very long time looking at that memory wall. And I was thinking, because they're having to get him a mic. And I thought they were going to mic him back up. No. They embarrassed the hell out of him. They put a freaking mic in his hand. What a stupid head. Like, they're all going to go home. The season's going to end. And Sari is going to watch this back and be like, oh, my God. Billy keeps My asking, yeah, Billy keeps asking, do you think Serena knows this? Do you, no, I don't think Serena knows half the shit that dude has done. Yeah. I, that's gonna be rough for her to watch. I, I, I honestly think, like, I know she loves her son, obviously, but I honestly think that if she knew what a dumbass he was being, that she would not be writing for him. Mm-mm. She'd be like, look, you're on your fucking own. Yeah. I, like, I tried to help you and you don't listen. Yeah. So I did wonder if they would, like, tell people, um, mm-hmm. At, like, confirm at the end, like, yeah, we're related. Like, if he would maybe in his speech say, I love you, mom, or if they would hug or whatever for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does seem at the end, like, they're still trying to keep it, like, not obvious. Yeah. Um, which is, looking back, pretty smart, since Jared might be coming right back in. <laughs> yeah. I, I find this interesting because I think I told you last week that I did see a video of Corey telling Jag and Matt that Suri and Jared were related. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that was why he was weighing the option of putting them up. Yeah. Versus Blue and Jared. Yeah. And so when he was, like, asking everybody what they thought, I thought, like, oh, like, everyone knows now. Yeah. So, obviously... I don't think they do at this point. Yeah. So I'm interested to see because he's looking at Suri as the next target and like his side of the house is looking at Suri as the next target. I wonder if they're going to utilize that information in any way. Yeah. I'm also. Yeah. I'm also just like at this point, I'm a little like confused about how much it would really hurt their game because Suri right. makes it very clear to the house that Jared is her ride or die. Whether right. whether he is her son or not, they are yeah. like they are paired. They are linked. People. Right. And so right. they are an alliance. They are probably a final two in everyone's mind. 
Like, and the way she publicly goes around the house saying, like, oh, I think they're coming for Jared. Like, we cannot do that. Like, oh, fuck that. Like, I, he, we can't have Jared up. Like, she's so obvious about the fact that she is writing for him. And so at this mm-hmm. point, it's like, yes, obviously the mom thing would, like, add an extra layer to that. And people would be like, okay, there's no way to break her from him if she's his mom. Yeah. Like, maybe there's still a little bit of hope that people can, I like... I wonder if there's, like, a fa- like a dishonesty factor they're trying to conceal. Like, don't want people to, like... Know we lied the whole time. Them for not, like, being truthful. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just... I feel like that's a little bit of her downfall either way. That, like, yeah. this kid's behavior is linked to you just because... Right you're, like, so obviously in a pair with him. Right. All right. Anything else about Big Brother? No. Wonderful. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk a little bit about Golden Bachelor. Like Katie mentioned, we are not going to be able to record a pop culture episode next week, which unfortunately means that we will miss covering the premieres of Bachelor in Paradise and Golden Bachelor. So I wanted to do something similar to what we did prior to the Bachelorette premiere and discuss the women's bios. I also just think this is so fun because Mm -hmm. it is so interesting to me to see what people find worth mentioning about themselves because it is just simply so odd. Mm -hmm. It always makes me wonder, like, how produced is this? Or are they like, tell me something about yourself. And then they're like, oh, we can make that sound funny. Or are these women straight up saying these things? Right, right. And, like, some of them, like, the way they're worded, I'm like, did you say that about yourself? Yeah. Um, But, so, here's who we have. There's 22 women. Okay. Odd number to me, but, you Mm -hmm. know, whatever. They couldn't find that many. Um, Everyone who applied got cast, and it was only 22. (laughs) Um, Anna is 61 and is a retired nutritionist from Summit, New Jersey, her fun fact was when Anna dives with sharks, she goes cageless. And my, that was the first one I saw. And I thought, are these like legitimate bios or are these real housewives intros? Yeah, weird. It feels because, like it's. What are you talking about? Yeah, I feel, it feels like it's trying to be like scandalous. Like she goes topless. Yeah, like, like, like picture like this, like, song in the background. And she's like holding. A golden rose, and she's mm-hmm. like, "When I dive with sharks, I go cageless." And I thought they would all be like that. No, yeah. that's just what hers is like. Mm-hmm. Everyone else's is really re- realistic. Maybe she's a housewife enthusiast, and we love that. She's on the wrong channel. <laughs> um, this is her backup plan. Hey, she wanted to be a real housewife, and it didn't work out. Tasha's crossing channels. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> Um, so did Rob. Mm-hmm. But dated Sheena. Mm-hmm. All right. Or Robbie. No, not Rob. Yeah. Robbie. Yeah. April is 65 and is a therapist from Port St. Lucie. Her fun fact was that she dreams of writing a best-selling book. Christina is 73 and is a retired purchasing manager from Sierra Madre. Her fun fact is that her first concert ever was the Beatles in 1964, which is amazing. How cute. That is, like, awesome. These people Um, are from all these cute little, like, retirement community. Like, I don't know that they are, but they sound like it. Port St. Lucie, Sierra Madre. Cute. Yeah. Almost all of them are retired. Yeah. 
There are very few that aren't, but um, it's fun. Edith is 60 and is a retired realtor from Downey, California. Her bio says that she is building an ADU in her backyard and she is the project manager. Um, I looked up, what is an ADU? An ADU is an accessory dwelling unit. What does that mean? Which I feel is an odd thing to focus on in your Bachelor Nation bio. Is this like a like a shed? People, so, so the People Magazine article I was reading was like, well, we know who we're going to call if there's an apocalypse. And I was like, oh. she's making a bunker? Yeah, like a safe house. Yeah. That's kind of um, cool. Ellen, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Ellen is 71 and is a retired teacher from Delray Beach, Florida. Her bio says she loves dancing despite her two left feet, and she is stunning. She's beautiful. I'm obsessed. Mm. Faith is 60 and is a high school teacher from Benton City, Washington. Her fun fact is that she loves riding her horse Liberty through the mountains. Cute. Jeannie is 65 and is a retired project manager from Estill Springs, Tennessee. Never heard of it. I'm gonna kill them. I... <laughs> God. Um, her fun fact is that her favorite color is neon, which is not a color, but I am intrigued. Yeah. That either makes you, like, really cool or for a 65-year-old or really strange. Yeah. Joan is 60 and is a private school administrator from Rockland, Maryland. Her fun fact is that she loves dancing after a couple of glasses of wine. Cute. To which I say, you do you, queen. Yeah. Pop off. Um, Kathy is 70 and is a retired educational consultant from Austin. Her fun fact is that she is obsessed with Christmas. Mm. I'm picturing Santa Fe sweater christmas charm bracelet and a musical number with tim allen man i feel like some christmas yeah god i hope so um leslie leslie is 64 and is a fitness instructor from minneapolis her fun fact is that she is a former aerobics champion which of course she is because she is hot Mm. i like saw her i was like no that woman's gotta be like 40 at the most Mm -hmm. she's like really like ripped you think anyone lied to um, get on? Huh? You think anyone lied about their Liger? age to get on? Some of them that I'm like, mm, you sure about that? Uh, Maria is 60 and is a health and wellness director from Teaneck, New Jersey. Her fun fact is that she has never gone paintballing but really wants to try. I see a date Which, in your like, future, ma'am. Me- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of reminds me of the one that was like, I would never, ever go skydiving. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why did you say that? And then again, I wonder, like, did they ask her, like, what's something that you yeah. want to try? I feel like for? they are asking, like, a list of questions and then picking, you know? Yeah. Marina is 60 and is an educator from Los Angeles. Her fun fact is that she has not one, not two, but three master's degrees. Nice. And that's the one that I'm like, did you say it like that? Or did you just say, I have three master's degrees? And they were like, let's spin that around. You didn't want to get her doctorate? <laughs> no. I will say, she is an educator, and... Oh, yes. A lot of times, you have to get another degree yeah. to get another license. Yeah. 
Um, Nancy is 60 and is a retired interior designer from Alexandria, Virginia. Her fun fact is that she is a Bruce Springsteen stan. Nice. Not stand, stan. Yes. I like over-enunciated. Natasha is 60 and I think this is so cool. She is a pro-aging coach and midlife speaker from New York City. Cute. Her fun fact is that she wants bell-bottoms to make a comeback. And I have good news for you, girlfriend. Yeah, are you living under a rock? They have been. (laughs) (laughs) What? Wait. People Magazine was like, we we hope you get your wish. And I'm like, no, no. She did. Uh, They've been around for a while. Yeah. Pamela is 75 and is a retired salon owner from Aurora, Illinois. Her fun fact is that she can't get enough Judge Judy in her life. And I love that for her. It's so funny Mm -hmm. to me. Yeah. Patty is 70 and is a retired real estate professional from Durham, North Carolina. Her fun fact is that she loves her body glitter and encourages you to do the same. And I love that for her. Yeah. Get it, Patty. Yeah. Um, Also, if it doesn't work out with her and Jerry... Gary? Jerry? Gary? The spelling throws me off. I know, I don't know. Um, but, like, if it doesn't work out, how fun would it be if she was the first Golden Bachelorette? Just because like, she had loves first... body glitter? No, because she's met Mom. Oh. I didn't know her name. Um, and we had our first... <laughs> huh? You didn't say that in her bio, and I didn't know Matt's but mom's it name. in her bio. Right, but you can't just say uh, okay. she should be the Patty's Golden Bachelorette. also met James's mom. <laughs> okay. How funny would it be if we had our yeah. first, like, lead that was related to another lead? That's cute. It would also be super ironic because Matt himself got on The Bachelor without ever having been on a franchise show. And then his mother yeah. could become the lead after actually being on the show. Love that for her. Um, Peggy is 69 and is a dental hygienist from East Haven, Connecticut. Her fun fact is that she is a go-karting enthusiast. Um, that's a new one. Mm. I've, I've never heard anyone say that. That's over six. Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) I, I like go-karting. Go-karting is fun. Mm -hmm. But I've never heard the term go-karting enthusiast. Well... You know. Uh, Renee is... Renee is my favorite. Mm. Renee is 67 and is a former Chicago Honey Bears cheerleader. Cute! From Chicago, Illinois. And her bio says that she really wants to meet Harry Styles. Relatable. Immediate frontrunner. I mm-hmm. love her. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to hear her talk about this. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm intrigued to know what her other interests are. Because that's a, that's a fun... That, Look, she got a shot, though. Yeah. He love old ladies. Mm. <laughs> Sandra is 75 and is a retired executive assistant from Doraville, Georgia. And her bio says that she is very proud of her high credit score. Me too. Good for you, Sandra. That's what my bio would say. <laughs> <laughs> Susan is 66 and is a wedding officiant from Aston, Pennsylvania, which is really cool. She, her bio says she dreams of having lunch with Kris Jenner. No, not the Kris Jenner look-alike. Like not the one I everyone's know. been posting. 
I again I wonder like is there a question that's like if you could meet any celebrity who would you meet and Renee was like Harry Styles which I think is an interesting choice for a 70 a 67 year old woman regardless and then Susan was like I think Chris Jenner everyone thinks I look like her yeah I guess Sylvia is 64 and is a public affairs consultant from Los Angeles her bio is that she loves an excuse to put on a costume she is my type of gal. Yeah. I'm sure she'll I have that opportunity, too. Yeah, somebody said, well, lucky for you. Mm-hmm. You're on the right show. If only you were on uh, Summer House. Every week. Yeah. And our last contestant, Teresa, is 69 and is a financial services professional from Shrewsbury, New Jersey. Her fun fact is that she taught herself all about the stock market. That's not very fun. I do not know, like, what what did you teach yourself? Like, uh, what what can you self teach about the stock stock market? Probably a lot. But I feel like this, st- like, just the stock market, like, maybe you self taught how to invest in stock. But yes. I feel like when you say taught about the stock market, you're like explaining the history of the stock market. Yeah, but you could just research that. <laughs> I know, but that's not self taught. That's researching by herself. <laughs> I researched it alone. <laughs> no. I didn't go to stock market school. I one time I was at um a professional development and we were like they were like, Tell your partner a fun fact about yourself and the girl I was partnered with told me that she likes to read uh the tax codes for fun. Mm. And I was like You should I do not want to be your partner anymore. You should keep that to yourself, honey. Yeah. Don't ever tell anyone that again. I think work... I I don't think she lasted, like, a month in the school system we were in. But I was like, oh, wow. And then then just, like, one of those things where, like, share what you learned about your partner. And you're like, mine is a loser. I was like, this is so-and-so, and and she reads tax codes. (laughs) And everyone's like, oh. They're going to be besties. Fine. All right. That's all we got. About tax codes. Yeah. Okay. Well, we hope you all have a good night looking up your local tax codes. Mm -hmm. Learning whatever you want about the stock market. Just self-teach something this weekend. Yeah. Just generally loving neon colors. Mm -hmm. Not a specific one. What are you an enthusiast of? That will be our question on Spotify. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Bye. Next time on The Housewife Did It, Mary will tell Katie the story of the murders of Jessica Chambers and Mandy Shue. Follow us on all social media and find us on YouTube at Housewife Did It Pod, Housewife Singular.